0: This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint Podcasters. My name is Jeff Mix, I'm Head of Content and Research. My guest today is Luke Guerrero. He's uh, the Chief Operating Officer with QBD Vision. Um, I've had the pleasure of speaking with another member of the QBD Vision team uh, last year, and it was a fantastic conversation. I'm so glad to have Luke here uh, with me. Luke, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here.
0: Luke, you've been having a lot of conversation with biopharmaceutical executives. What are some of the issues and challenges they're coming to you with?
1: You know. What's really interesting now is that the space is changing a little bit. Three, four years ago, software was just still coming around. It was, you know, it's always been software in the space, but it was relatively new. There weren't a lot of digital transformation projects under the way. Now it seems like everyone's got something cooking. Um, And so the conversation is changing a little bit from not necessarily what do I do, but where do I start? And that's been a really engaging conversation that we've had not only with biopharmaceutical executives, but also with the industry, right? How do we all work together to achieve a common goal? What is the right approach to take there? And where do you get started?
0: Well, I I suppose that begs the natural question, where should they get started?
1: Well, there's certainly a lot of different places uh, to go a lot of different perspectives on how to do it. Um, Our big focus or what we think is the right place to start is start with the users in mind, right? The objective of digital transformation is to not necessarily install technology, but it's actually to get the way that people, change the way that people work. So if you want to change the way that people work, you have to bring solutions that work for them. So we focus on something we call digital CMC, which is the idea of taking the uh, chemistry, manufacturing, and controls workflows, CMC, and looking at all the activities that happen along the way to get through an IND and ult- ultimately a BLA or NDA submission, um, and thinking about all the activities that happen through those and structuring your digital transformation around that.
0: You know, you, you mentioned a lot of acronyms, and of course our listening audience is gonna know what they are. I think this does underline the point digital transformation in the life sciences and in the pharmaceutical space is different. It's heavily regulated, there are a lot of things they have to do, and maybe that's one of the reasons why the industry is a little behind the curve in in some spaces. Can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Building software in a regulated space is difficult. It tends to keep a lot of people out of the space, but there's a lot of change happening, and that's why we see more vendors popping up, more people working together, and the FDA and other agencies moving to make the guidance easier to bring more software into the space. And that's what we're seeing now. Our digital transformation is really starting to pick up. Um, companies are finding it that the actual biggest challenges are internal, not necessarily external. So the barriers to entry are coming down, um, which is great, and providing more opportunity for companies like us to do more, but also to work together with each other and overall ease the burden on end customers, which will ultimately grow adoption across the ecosystem, which is what we want.
0: I love that you talked about collaborating with other software solution providers because you know I do feel, again, because the pharmaceutical industry is a little bit behind some of the other players, some of their digital transformations have been very specific. We want to fix this. We want to fix that. And they build these little islands of data where there is a solution in one space that doesn't talk to anyone else. And I understand that's changing. Uh, can you walk us through some of what you're seeing in the industry uh, in that respect?
1: Yeah, the industry styles still exists. They're still pretty predominant. We're pretty big on trying to break down those silos. If you think about the constructs that create a silo, organizations themselves tend to silo. Quality likes to work in a quality system, right? Process development wants to work in a process development system. No two organizations inside a company want to share those systems because each one of them wants to own them. But that's when you when you take a workflow-centric view, when you look at the activities that are happening along the lifecycle, you could start to change that paradigm. You could start to make distribute that ownership, distribute the data, and make it more accessible, more fair, and more findable, um, which can help ultimately break down those barriers. But it does take changing people and their behavior. In order to do that, you have to show them that there's a better way and show them it's gonna make their lives easier, which is one of the challenges in the industry today, is how do you kind of work and sell across those silos?
0: You know, I feel we've been talking big picture for a while. I would love to get into some specifics. How about we talk about QBD vision? Where are you in this space? What are you trying to do? How do you help the industry?
1: Yeah, we are trying to help the industry by bringing together solutions that focus on the activities that people do and breaking down those silos. So we're looking at activities that happen that are pain points everywhere. So for example, tech transfer, That's a large challenge for any uh, sponsor or CDMO. How do you move information around? A lot of that happens today on paper. Uh, it happens through processes that are antiquated, and we look at ways of digitizing that, similar for developing a control strategy um, or for preparing for an i and submission. So we try to take a holistic view through software, but not focus on the software, focus on the activities that our users are trying to accomplish, and then help them digitize that and tie it all together.
0: Tell me a little bit about what makes QBD Vision uh, unique or different in this space
1: there's a couple different aspects that i think differentiate us Um, we've been at this for a while and we only do it for pharma and biotech so for us this is part of our mission we are radically invested in making the space better so there's a there's a huge personal commitment from all of us Uh, we spend a lot of time recruiting people from life sciences but also outside of life sciences and make sure that they understand where we can go if we're successful on our mission and really trying to charge them up uh, towards that so that that sort of passion bleeds through, and people tell us that they experience that whenever they meet our staff or interact with us through our software. So that's one area. The second piece for us is what we call our no silos movement. So we're really out there trying to evangelize how to do this better, regardless of whether or not it's with a competitor or somebody else. We're really all about trying to break down those walls that are keeping systems separated or processes separated. And that's, we think, a differentiating factor. So companies like enjoy working with us because we can help bring new solutions to them and get them to implement it faster.
0: I try to put myself in the position of a biopharmaceutical executive who is aware, you know, when they built up the company, they were trying to get the end result they needed. And now there's an opportunity to optimize the processes, do it better, be more efficient. And then I look at all of these options in front of me and it's a little intimidating because you don't want to buy the wrong tool, invest a lot of time into something that isn't gonna quite get you there. What advice do you have for people who are looking at the pros and cons of different options?
1: Yeah, I think for us, what we've seen is just get started. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of different ways to pilot and evaluate a piece of software, and we can help you with that as well as there's many others in the industry that can as well. But when it comes to digital transformation, especially the type where you're moving from a system that you're moving away from Word and Excel, uh, it's relatively hard to imagine what the benefits can be uh, without actually trying it. And you could do so in a low cost way, And I'm taking both in time, in terms of software, to get out there, to try it, to see how it works, to learn and ultimately move towards changing the process. Because the biggest challenge you're gonna face is not acquiring a piece of software, it's gonna be how do I change the mindset of my staff? How do I change my processes? That's where you're gonna invest. In order to understand what that investment looks like, you have to do a pilot, you have to do some kind of initial work to get that study done. And that especially with the amount of software entering the space has become a lot easier
0: you were talking about three or four years ago the industry was in one place and now it feels like it's evolved i remember when i was having this conversation three or four years ago when you're talking about persuading the staff they didn't want the tool. They, they felt that they were being replaced or that their day-to-day was going to change in a way they didn't like. And I do feel a little bit that the industry has caught up with the idea of, you know, they didn't get into it to do data entry into, a, into an Excel spreadsheet. They did it to solve problems and, and make better medicine. Has that been your experience rolling out software in the last year or two?
1: Yeah. Everyone, no one wants to do data entry. Uh, no one wants to spend their time uh, building reports. And I think when you use software like ours, you allow scientists to be scientists. Spend your free time not writing report, but actually thinking about what that means. Critical thinking is important for this space. And the more time we can create for people to do that by not having to do silly stuff like repeat yourself and creating reports six times with the same language, uh, the more time you can spend working on the stuff that really matters and getting, ultimately getting therapies to patients
0: faster. We were talking earlier about some of the complicating factors of of a tightly regulated industry. This also, the flip side of that is your compliance. You have documentation for everything. You've been tracking everything. Um, I imagine there are some people who say this is actually making their lives a lot easier.
1: Yeah, we think and we believe strongly in built-in compliance, right? When you use the right tools for the right job, you can think about compliance in a structural way and they can be taken care of for you obviously there's still a lot of activities you need to do to remain compliant but when you build it into your process when you build it into your workflow you take that burden off the end user and you give them a tool that will allow them to do things the right way it makes everybody's life easier
0: i would love maybe a concrete example of what we're talking about if you could illustrate sort of the broad sweep of what we've been covering with with one or two stories what would you want to share with us
1: a story about tech transfer so tech transfer is a process that has many moving parts in it you have to Get a process receive a process build a receiving site for that process validate that process and ultimately make a drug product and there's a lot that goes into that site selection there's many different facets to that we've had the opportunity to work with several different drug developers um, who have really been trying to accelerate that process one of the hardest things about tech transfer is especially in this day and age your process is still moving um, and you're doing tech transfer all the time so whether you're just scaling up to a larger facility going from phase one to phase two, or you're pushing out to a CDMO. Uh, we've been working with clients to actually get those timelines down to be quicker, uh, where we've seen radical improvement in the amount of time that's gone back and forth with information exchange, uh, cutting down the amount of time that customers have to send out a back, send an email back with a new version, ultimately eliminating that tech transfer documentation and move it to a digital format allows teams to collaborate directly. Uh, and ultimately accelerate their timelines uh, substantially.
0: You know, Luke, we've covered a lot in this conversation, and I would love if there are one or two things you want people to think about a little further, uh, regardless of where they are in their digital transformation journey. What should they be taking away from this conversation?
1: The time for digital transformation is now. The technology is there, the regulatory guidance is there, the culture is there. So get started. You know, start your pilot project, start your project, uh, but really it's about choosing where to start, and that's where. We're you know, we hope that organizations take a constructive look at how their users work together, um, think about where and how to start that digital transformation project, but ultimately get started.
0: So for people who are interested in learning more and want to get in touch, what is the best way to start a conversation?
1: Come to our website, qbdvision.com. We spend a lot of time trying to put together knowledge and share information on, our, on our, both our platform, but also trends that are going on in the industry. You can come there, you can sign up for a, a free trial, you can come ask us for a demonstration, or you can just reach out for a friendly human conversation, which we also enjoy.
0: Well, I encourage everyone to visit that website. I think it's a great resource, and I do love anything that involves, you know, try this out, see if it works for you. Let's just get a conversation going. Um, and I know QBD Vision is one of the, the great players in this space, and I expect great things from them in the future. Uh, Luke, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you, Jed, for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.